Welcome to our lesson on moving averages. Now, where moving averages are helpful are in filtering out some of the daily and secondary noise in order to arrive at um, direction of primary trends, remembering that with our Dow theory, what we want are primary trends. So, why we would do this and how we begin to uh, do this is, is we think about a stock price. And so a stock price, if we thought about its closes, might go up and down and all over the place. And if we wanted to kind of smooth some of these out, what we could do is we could look at the close price every day and then for a certain period of time figure out what the average price was and what the, what these fluctuations all centered around. And that would help smooth out all of this data. So what we do then is we create an average price for looking at previous periods for the last 25, 50, however many days we want, and then we see how that... So really quickly, we're going to go through an example here with Ford of how we would calculate a moving average, and then we'll go into some interpretation. So let's suppose we have... Uh, and this is page 65 of your notes. Let's suppose that we have five days of data on us of closing prices for Ford. And so that Ford closes at $9 one day, 10 the next, 11 the next, back down to 10, and on the fifth day it closes at 8. And if we were wanting to kind of smooth all these fluctuations out, we might take an average. So let's say we took a three-day average, and we look at the first three days of prices and we come up with the average price um, in these three days of $10. And then what we could do is we would look at the next three days and just sort of see where our average prices lie. And so we can see how the fluctuations obviously aren't as great. So we've got 10 33 here, and then by the time we get down to day 5, looking at the average for the last 3 days, we end up at 9 67. So this is sort of smoothing out some of these fluctuations, and what we find is the longer, this was our three-day average, the longer the average period, the smoother our fluctuations become. Let's take a look at Starbucks as an example. So here we have Starbucks in our regular OHLC chart, and we can see how it kind of fluctuates up and down, all over the place, and it's a little problematic to try and find the primary trend. So we're using two moving averages. We're using a 50-day moving average in the blue and a 20-day moving average in the red. And I'm just going to highlight uh, each one of these moving averages here really quickly. What it's trying to tell us is when the stock's primary trends are moving. So right here, we can see that the red 20-day average has been moving downwards in a bearish trend. It turns right here 
and it moves upwards into suggesting that we are moving into a bullish trend. And so at the very basis, this moving average sort of smooths out all these prices and, and uh, tends to trend uh, to, to try and pick out the, um, the overlying trend. What we notice with the 50-day, look at how much the 20-day the moves. The 50-day is moving up and down much less. And in fact, we see the 50-day where the 20-day is going up and down. The 50-day goes down with a bearish trend, a bit of a bull, and then back into a bearish trend again. And so what we find in terms of trying to identify the secondary versus the primary trends is that the longer the trend, the more accurate we are with the, um, the, the smoother it is and the more accurate we are with finding where one trend stops and the other ends. If we think about this in retrospect with Starbucks, what we find, we can see that the overall trend if we think uh, was downward and we can see that right here well which one was more accurate was definitely our 50 day or our 50 day trend or 50 day moving average we could see that we were given a whole bunch of false signals so we had a false signal here a false signal here from our uh, from our 20 day moving average but what would happen if we were wanting to, as quickly as possible, get the trend? Well, I can show you with Starbucks what happened afterwards. So the end of our trend, I'm just going to zoom in on it a little bit here. We can see that we had the 20-day turning here and indicating that we had switched from bearish to bullish. Whereas our 50-day doesn't pick it up until much later. And notice as we, as we zoom out here then, what had actually happened... Because we've got to remember, these are trying to predict, they don't know what's they don't know what's going on in here. We see the trend actually changed there. So our 50-day had picked it up much earlier than our than our uh, our 20-day had picked it up much earlier than our 50-day. And in fact, we would have been able to buy that stock probably at a little cheaper price. So the shorter term will pick it up more quickly but it will pick it up wrong more often and we have to trade off between uh, picking it. So one of the things that we can use to help us do that is something that we call uh, a turning point. And again, we'll show you a turning point with uh, Starbucks here. Turning points are where the two lines, whatever uh, period time period we want cross and we've got to remember that we can use whatever time period we want so here for example I'll keep on doing this in green here we have a turning point between our our uh, 50 day going up 
while our, our 20 day going up while our 50 day is still showing down. And so where they cross is what we call a turning point. And we always go in the direction of what we call the fast line. The fast line is the one with the shorter time period. So the fast line here is indicating up and it's now rebounded so much from this below here, it's rebounded that it's been able to cross the slower line. This would indicate a buy. If we move a little further on then, we would use this next turning point to indicate a sell and so on and so forth. So this is one way that we can use um, another way that we're able to move, uh, use moving averages is to kind of take a look at the comparison of the lines. So there are a couple of different interpretations of the moving averages that we need to know. So if we've got our price sort of going like this, these are our different price points, then we would have a sell if this was our moving average, for example, our moving average right here, and our price had been moving down, moved up, but never quite got up to the moving average and started moving down again. This would indicate right in here, this would indicate a sell. If our moving average, so let's say we have again, here are our prices, and we have a moving average, and our moving average rises, but then flattens out. Well, that flattening would indicate that we have a selling point. The last one, that opposite of all